Merry Christmas, Hoop Dreams family. Happy Christmas to my bro, Chikudi. How's it going, man? Christmas special too. We are back. Yeah, man. Big, big times. You know, uh, didn't get one out last year, the official Christmas space episode, but um, I, I know a lot of people like the first one we did back when um, we were kind of starting off, so uh, we had to bring it back. 100% we had to bring it back, man. I had a lot of people that have been asking me and being in the DMs recently asking about Christmas episodes coming back. And I don't know about you, man, but like when I think the Hoop Dreams, one of my one of the places my head goes to is that first Christmas episode, how much fun it was being able to record yeah. it back at uni, doing mm. hella stupidness with different songs and Christmas talk <laughs> yeah. and food talk and movies and all this stuff. And man, that's what the holidays are about, you know, it's kind of bringing people together, celebrating life and, you know, also basketball, you know, you think Christmas, you think basketball, you think Christmas, hopefully you think the Hoop Dreams podcast and our Christmas special. But yeah, man, uh, it was a big thing last year, we did the Q&A, so big shouts to anyone who is listening to this episode who also sent in the question and was a big part of that, but we thought this year, man, we would throw it back to the classics. Classic, had to, we had to. Had to, man, hopefully this one is as good and as much fun as the first one was. Man, to start off, let's get straight into it. We have a nice big slate of games. We don't have to worry about the league starting this year as well with Christmas time happening. You know, we're already in there. The league's been going. It's been flowing. Hit a bit of a road bump recently with a couple couple COVID issues. But hopefully we're going to be able to get to a full slate of Christmas Day games. So can I get you to, to read us out this, this slate of games as you did for me earlier, man? Talk us through these. So the opener... Um UK time even yes. five PM. Yeah, do our got, time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out, uh, not not the not the, not the American. We're not caving to American time. pressure here. No. We uh five PM. Got the Atlanta Hawks at the New York Knicks, Madison Square Garden rematch <clears> of the playoff series last year, which the Hawks kind of easily took care of the Knicks in five. Yeah. Then we got seven thirty. Got the Celtics at the reigning champs Bucks. Uh, ten PM. Uh, probably. Probably the most look most one I'm looking forward to, compared to you know where we're at the current situation right now with COVID <laughs> cases or whatever. Because I mean, it wasn't really like this at the beginning of the season. But 100%. 10 p.m. Warriors at the Suns, uh, 1 a.m. This was the one that of course everybody was looking forward to, but has been uh, <laughs> the <laughs> COVID has took over that game. Uh, 1 a.m. Nets at Lakers. I don't know what that's even going to look like as from Brooklyn side. Yeah, and then you got. The the curtain raiser, I guess you could say. The the last game, the Mavs at the Jazz. That's a three thirty. Um, I'm I'm not sure I'll be awake for that one. I don't think even the hardy the hardiest of basketball fans in the UK will be up for that one. I'm <laughs> gonna call that the leftovers game. That's the one where the next day you're gonna throw on the highlights and you're gonna watch it with your cold yeah, turkey yeah. sandwich from the day before, man. But, um, <laughs> it's interesting because it's really fun that 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 um seven thirty probably around about seven thirty p.m. Celtics uh game has I think eight thirty probably actually has um is now looking like the best one because that's the game for us where in the States kind of you build up to that main the main two, the five PM and the eight PM or in their time. For us it'll be the, the ten and the one AM. Whereas now for me that second game is always the one I'm most excited about because that's when like the food has been munched. You know, I'm ready to pop open a little adult beverage, you know, get some of the Christmas <laughs> chocolates out and just really sit back and enjoy that basketball and that's going to be a good day, man. Uh, first thing I have to say is, we have no business playing on Christmas. I don't know what we're doing on this schedule. Anyone that's seen us play this year means it's going to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. But, man, there are definitely some teams 
out east that deserve this spot a lot more than we do. But you know, always yeah, happy to I see my team play. Yeah. They, I feel like they're hanging on to the the name of the Celtics, the history, you know, it, bro. Honestly, the, the, the history, the tradition of Boston. Yeah. yeah, I would understood if we were at least at home, like because you know the, the Garden is a great place to have a Christmas Day game. But yeah. I'm on the road, like dead. But um, no, it's gonna be fun, man. As someone who has a team playing on Christmas Day, I'm gonna accept the blessing and appreciate it. You know, yeah. unlucky this year, bro. I mean, or is it a good thing? Do you think it's a better thing being a neutral on Christmas Day? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, um, I, I remember two years ago when we played uh, the Lakers. Yeah, that was a uh, Kawhi's first year, PG's first year, AD's first year. That was it was a great game, but it was like there was so much like hype around it, so much talk around it, and it delivered. To be honest, it was, it was a really good game. Amazing game. There's always like nerves when it's such a big game, and it's it was the high, it was the headliner of that particular Christmas day. So yeah, that's mad. Kind of seen, kind of seen us like sit back and uh, see the game. It should be should be fun this time. I 100% agree, man. I feel like that's why I loved the kind of first couple Christmases I watched when I was still working out the team I was following and you know what I was who who I was gonna be. I remember just being excited for any game, like just seeing any game in prime time in the UK was amazing. And now hopefully this year, you know that that. Knicks and Hawks game I'm going to be like that you know with LeBron playing I can't be too neutral on that one so what if he's playing we'll see but um, nah. he's playing he's playing the the G League Brooklyn Nets so <laughs> <laughs> it should be it shouldn't be too Kyrie straight from the crib straight to COVID protocols grand opening yeah. grand closing but yeah man let's uh, let's quickly go through and predict these games man uh, Hawks Knicks who you like um, Hawks Knicks I mean Literally, I think five ten minutes before we started recording, uh, Woj put out a tweet saying that Trey Young is in um, health and safety protocols, yeah. which is like a, another another all star level player. So uh, I don't know. I would have said Hawks before that news, to be honest. But I, I'm go with New York for this one. I'm gonna go with New York. I actually picked the Knicks yesterday when I was looking through this, and um, no one's gonna believe me. It's fine. You ain't gonna believe me. But I was picking <laughs> the Knicks. Uh, just I feel like the Garden on Christmas Day is gonna be rocking. The fans are gonna be amazing. Believe in a little bit of magic in the city, man. So I'm going to go with New York. Next up, we have got Boston at the Milwaukee Bucks, the reigning champs. Both of us have had kind of disappointing starts this season so far. Uh, who do you like in this one? Hmm. Uh, again, man, the same thing with COVID. I think Giannis is currently in the protocols. Um, I think Middleton is, or he might be hurt. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go Boston with this one. I think Boston get it done. Um, big nights from Tatum. Big night from Brown, and I think I think they can get it done. I like that, bro. You know what? I was kind of talking myself into the same thing, into the same logic you have, and then I was like, "Nah, I'm just I'm just being wishful, man." And you know what? It's the hope that kills you. Yeah, it's the hope that kills you. And I am not going to be too hopeful. I'm going to come into this Christmas day just looking to enjoy the vibes, and therefore I will be expecting the Milwaukee Bucks. Not hoping, okay. but expecting them to do business. Yeah, yeah, go. yeah. I'm going to go Bucks this. We have our first disagreement on the board. I was like it where you don't just copy my picks. Uh, next up. <laughs> it's 100% me copying you. Let's be real now. Um, the next up we have, this is probably my favourite game still, is the um, the Phoenix Suns hosting against the Golden State Warriors uh, for the what we are 10pm game, I guess. What do you like in this one? Ooh, I think it's dependent on whether Devin Booker comes back for me. You know, okay. um, he's been out for about a couple of weeks now. I think with hamstring injury, he got injured in the the first Warriors matchup, I believe. Yeah, he in did, Phoenix. Yeah. So, um, if he comes back, I think it obviously will be a great game. 
it'd be great game regardless. I mean, a CP3 team, you know, they're, they're always competitive. They always play well. Yeah. Golden State, Steph. Steph traditionally doesn't play well on Christmas. So that's one thing that I'm thinking of. I'm, I'm going to go with Phoenix for that one. Home, home, home court, you know, it's, it's an energetic crowd. I don't think they've had Christmas for a while. They haven't. A Christmas game for a while, so they'll be, they'll be up for that one. I think the fans will. Not get a win. I love that because it just made it sound like you yeah, haven't been celebrating Christmas in Phoenix for a while. You know, this is yeah, yeah. It's been a bleak couple years out in Phoenix, man. You know, because it's hot, bro. Who's trying to celebrate Christmas when it's like thirty degrees? <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Now you know what. Um, I like that pick a lot. I'm going Phoenix too. Whether Booker's back or not, I feel like once again that home court advantage is going to play good. It's going to play 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 a big role, and uh, I think the Suns are going to be good for the win that one. Coming back to Steph, do you ever wonder mm. if it's just because like? His home life seems so great. He just wants to get home. Like, yeah, his mind ain't too much on the games. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is weird how he. Because like, he's so. Plays well. <clears throat> yeah, like, and he's, he he's such an amazing like, player. Like he's yeah. yeah, and like I'm not I'm not asking him to drop fifty, but just to drop thirty would be you know nice. I, I just I just feel like man, he's got his mind on on you know Aisha and the kids back home. You know he's got he's got so much to look forward to when he gets out of the arena. <laughs> I feel like that's where his mind's at. You know what? Mine probably would be too. So fair play to you, Steph. But okay, we both go Suns. Mm-hmm. Finally, as you said, the the LA Lakers <laughs> hosting yeah. the G League Nets. Yeah. Where are you going with this one, man? <laughs> man, um, I'm gonna go with the upset. I'm gonna go with the G League Nets get the win over the Lakers. Um. That Lakers team is weird to me. Weird. <laughs> it's just a weird team. I don't know. I just see a night. I just have a feeling that the offense, the shots won't fall. The offense won't look well. Brooklyn's going to have like a random guy go off and they get like a, a scrappy win. Wow. I actually really like this pick. Um, This game reminds me a little bit of, do you remember a couple of years ago, uh, LeBron's first year in LA where they didn't make the playoffs? But I'm pretty mm. sure they beat the Warriors on Christmas Day. Yeah, they yeah the Lakers were in that cool like purple jersey with the Lakers written down like in pinstripes on it. I remember that game a lot. And I remember LeBron just pulling the winner out of nowhere. I feel like the Warriors had to have had someone out. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> but um, yeah, for whatever reason. And then that was, I'm pretty sure, the year where the Warriors didn't end up winning the title, but LeBron didn't even make the playoffs. And it was just a weird, weird game. Like, it, like on paper, it looks like one of the greatest matchups you've ever seen. And then it just plays out as kind of like an ugly one. I'm still going the Lakers. I just feel like you never know when it's going to be LeBron's last Christmas and I feel like he's going to do something special just in case so if he's playing if if the, if the protocols are you know survived yeah then um, yeah I'm going to go I'm going to go Lakers and LeBron okay finally we have the fifth game who really I feel like you could pick any two teams from the league outside of you know <laughs> outside of the Kings and then you know you'd be, wouldn't be surprised we have the Dallas Mavericks at the Utah Jazz Neither of these two teams scream Christmas Day to me, but you know we got Luca and Donovan. It should be a good matchup. Who do you like in this one? Um, I go, I go Utah. I know, I know Utah. They've been they lost their last two back to back home games since yeah. against like the Spurs and the, the Wizards, but I think they bounce back Christmas. Uh, get a win. Luca, I don't know if Luca's gonna play. I know his his ankle's been kind of messed up the last couple of weeks, but. I'll go over a Utah win to end Christmas Day. I like that. See, I really wanted to go Utah, but part of me doesn't want to agree, and part of me wants to make it interesting. So, 
I'm going to go with... Also, when making picks like this, on the kind of the toss-up games, where it's kind of 50-50, I'd always say I'm going to go with the team that has the best player. And if Luca's playing, he's the best player on the floor. So I'm going to yeah. say the Dallas Mavericks go in and shock the world. Upset the Utah Jazz and leave with a Christmas Day win. Uh, just come back here. I have another reason why I think the Bucks are going to take it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and put on a mad performance. I feel like Giannis is so desperate. Well, not desperate, but like, I feel like this guy loves, like, he just loves life, you know. And I feel like he come over, he loves America. I've seen him at WWE. So he's buying into the culture and he's buying into, like, things so much. I feel like for him, going out and putting on a massive Christmas Day show, yeah, and then doing a Christmas Day interview at the end. Like, I feel like this brother celebrates Thanksgiving and everything. Like, this guy is on it, yeah. And I feel like that's another reason why he is going to be just on job if he's playing to get that win over the Celtics. But just something that I, I came with mind, I meant to forgot to oh, tell yeah. you. So. If, if he's playing, then... Yeah, oh, yeah. We ain't got a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, we ain't got a chance. He, he likes playing against Boston at home. I, yeah. I've seen that for a while. Yeah. And he's been just licking his lips waiting for Al Horford to reach 40 so he can go and do something against him. <laughs> Al Horford does play him well. Al Horford plays, plays him incredibly him. well. It is a bit weird, but he plays him extremely well. I love that, man. The random dudes who just have incredible skill for one matchup. But yeah, so looking at my, I'm going Knicks, Bucks, Suns, Lakers, and Mavs. And Shakudi, you are going with, refresh memory one time for all five. I'm going with Knicks, Celtics, Suns, Nets, Jazz. Love that. Neither of us taking the Warriors. Lovely. Mate, yeah, this is going to be yeah. a hell of a slate. Everyone listening, please feel free to hit us up on Twitter. I might put some polls out. Uh, get your thoughts on which of these five games is going to be the best and uh, what predictions you have and who you think is going to win. Out of these five games, man, you saying Bucks Celtics going to be the best looking one? Ooh, nah, I'll go Suns Warriors. I'm going to go Suns Warriors too. I'm going to go yeah. Suns Warriors. I'm going to watch every minute of that Bucks Celtics because it's at the nice time for mm. us. But yeah, exactly. yeah that, that Suns Lakers is going to be going to be special, I hope, man. Now, COVID times, COVID Christmas, you know, we're actually getting a Christmas this year, which is great and I'm really grateful for. But one thing this has taught us all is that backup plans are majorly important. So if you're Adam Silver and you had to call up a couple teams and be like, hey guys, you know, we don't want to put on a stinker. We don't want to have the Nets G League players, you know, going out there, throwing up bricks on Christmas Day. We're going to have to organise a backup game. Mm. From the teams who are not playing on Christmas Day, the potential snub teams, if you could make an exciting game to take the place of one of these, what game would you pick? Ooh, um, I'm include Chicago in there. I put I Chicago like in there. You know, a great, great, uh, great start to the season so far. Demar Derozan's <coughs> just got out of uh, the protocols as well, so he's he's back. At least you at least got one of your stars back. And um, the second team was tough, but. I'm going to go with a young team. I kind of do a little curveball at the moment. I'll go with the Charlotte Hornets. Great pick. Bro. I'll go with Charlotte. You know, um, Lamelo just got back out as well. Miles Bridge is having a good, having a good year. Just a bit of excitement. You know, you there were some other teams as well, but fun basketball, man. Yeah, them, they play really fun. Hornets shoot a lot of threes, get up and down the floor, very athletic. So, um. They don't don't play defense, but I mean, you know, they're, <laughs> who they're needs defense com- on Christmas? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who's that? Come who on needs now, defense on Christmas. Yeah, Wait, we want to see the dunks. We want to see alley oops, all that stuff. So, one hundred percent, Charlotte, bro. Chicago. 
I feel like if it wasn't for like the standing in terms of franchising and maybe the, the finish last year, I feel like the Bulls or Hornets would have made a much better game for the Bucks instead of my Celtics. And I think I would like to have seen one of those two in it. Still going to be a good matchup. 100% I would pick the Bulls to be playing on Christmas. They've had an amazing season. They deserve to be there based on how they've played. And the Hornets, I really thought about the Hornets, man. I really thought about it. I'll be honest, I have a terrible reason. I just don't like the jersey matchup. I don't like Ooh. Bulls Hornets for whatever reason. Bull- nah, it's not bad, is it? You know bad. what? You know what it is? Yeah, I think I don't mind it in Chicago, but I hate it in in um the in um in Charlotte. In, yeah, in Charlotte for some reason. Do you remember that game where Zach Levine hit like? Oh, they. I think the Bulls hit like two threes to end the game. Oh, like, Levine had like eleven or twelve or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something crazy. And then like the Hornets throw away the inbounds, and then he takes it, and runs behind the thing, and hits a three. Yeah. For whatever reason. That what stands out in my mind is God. That would have been such a great highlight if I didn't hate the jersey matchups. <laughs> <laughs> and just remind me how ugly the Bulls' red jerseys looked on the Charlotte floor with the coloring. Uh, so that's that's just you know I want something aesthetically enough. pleasing. So yeah, yeah. I've chosen to put the Cavs in there. I think I would love to see either a Chicago against Cleveland or uh, potentially a Charlotte against Cleveland. I've gone straight C's uh, for Christmas Day. And I just think, man, the Cavs are playing really well. They're a really exciting young team. Mm-hmm. It's just great to have, you know, a couple of big men out there, you know. Let me see a four big man lineup and with Darius Garland from, on Christmas Day. And, you know, I feel like the Cavs have always hosted really good Christmas Day games. And, um, you know, they're finally half decent, so I'd like to see them play. But just Yo, my two cents there. As, as you were speaking, <laughs> Wolves legit just tweeted, the Cavs have a COVID outbreak on their roster. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologise to all Cleveland fans for jinxing jinxing you guys that <laughs> timing was unbelievable well you know forget everything I just said for the last two minutes let's have a Hornets <laughs> <laughs> let's have a Hornets Bulls oh Christmas God. Day replacement game and just please someone make sure it's in Chicago <laughs> my gosh oh well I'm not going to speak on any more um, uh, this is a perfect segue as any uh, we're no gonna get off. We're gonna get off. No more basketball. We're gonna get off of. Uh, we're gonna get off of current teams and save me jinxing uh, COVID outbreaks. So I'm gonna give you a question, Chikudi. Mm-hmm. If you could make your dream Christmas Day matchup, any two teams, any era, what would it be? Um, you can take a second on this one because this is this is vast. I, I was thinking right before, and um, I think I think I've settled on one. I'm gonna okay. go with. The 2017 Warriors. The nice. this is KD's first year with Steph Clay, Draymond, all them, and um, the night like the '96 Bulls and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's one. I think, that's been I, think about. I think the Bulls would get destroyed personally. But that's that's me. I agree. For who's guarding KD? Who's guarding KD? Well, like, yeah, Scott, the, the was Scotty guarding KD. Come on, like, like Golden State's taking 33 a night. It's compared to Chicago's like 10, like. I just feel like it the way yeah. the way Space Golden State are getting up and down the floor, yeah, like they just yeah. they're just just knackering out. Like Rodman's keeping up, Jordan's probably keeping up out of sheer just will to win, you know, <laughs> and sheer desire. But like other than that, yeah, that Bulls just, bench is, good, is getting wrecked. Yeah. It's a completely different era. It's a completely fun. different era, and no disrespect at all to the to those Bulls teams, some of the greatest teams of all time. But I'm with you. I think the Warriors will absolutely smack them up. But it'll be a great matchup to see who's hosting that one. By the way. Um, New Chicago. Go to Chicago. Chicago, yeah. 
Oh, that'd be demoralising for those those 90s fans, man. That'd be crazy. That'd be a hell of a game to see, though. I would love to see that game. That'd be a lot of fun. If you had to take a, take a random guess on the scoreline, what are you saying? Ooh. Um, give me like a, a one, 120 to like a 100, something nice. like that. Anyone, anyone foul out of Chicago? Uh, foul out. I'll yeah. say, maybe not foul out, I'll say double text for Draymond and Rodden. Oh, God. I, bro, you've got to be excited now. I wish the, I wish I could see this thing. <laughs> oh, science needs to come through, invent time travel, and invent a way I can just make this happen. This is crazy. I'd love to see that. Okay. I've gone similar thing into you, and I think this says a lot about how great this Warriors dynasty has been. Because I've also picked the Warriors, I've gone with um, the 2016 Warriors which okay. is the last year before KD joined, just because I'm like, man, just that they, the basketball they played with KD was unbelievable, but that 73-9 and nine Warriors just played unbelievable stuff. Yeah. And I have picked the 2007-2008 Boston Celtics to play them. Oh, okay, the title-winning team. Title-winning team, I just think, when I think clash of styles, I think young Rondo against prime Steph, I think Ray Allen guarding Clay Thompson. Would, mm. be f- would be such a cold matchup. Just seeing the two greatest shooters of all time statistically, um, right now with Ray Allen and Steph, you know, Clay will probably come back and have something to say about that, but right now those two, you know, the top two all time in three pointers, I'm seeing KG up against Draymond. Uh, I'm seeing, I'm, 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 I'm going to give Paul Pierce a nice matchup, matchup and let him go against Harrison Barnes so he can do this <laughs> thing. Yeah. He ain't going to need to bitch about that one. And, you know, I just think it would be a really fun matchup. Also, I wanted to go with. Um, like a team that with players that I kind of remember well playing like I remember watching Christmas Day games with KG, Pierce and Allen and Rondo and you know and these guys Yeah, yeah. and I mm. thought let me just go with their prime selves um, but yeah man I think it'll be a really really fun Doc, matchup until Doc is coach though I, I think that's something that has to bro make. it's so funny you said that because that was just what I was thinking as I was finishing my point I was like <laughs> but I thought I have seen this Doc versus Steve Kerr movie before and it doesn't oh, yeah. end well doesn't end well. No. It doesn't end well. It's gonna be all good. It'll be it'll be a tie game until the last five minutes and then Doc is gonna absolutely bottle the play call the election, whatever <laughs> it is. It's gonna be atrocious. But yeah. Also, I picked the Warriors without K D just to give my Celtics a better chance to win. Yeah. yeah. So who who'd win? You going Boston or Golden State? I'ma say Boston one oh eight, one oh four. Be a close game. Okay, I'm gonna say K G hits a mid range jumper like last twenty seconds win the game. <laughs> it'll be a good game, man. But yeah, that'd be a lot of fun, man. Uh, once again, everyone on Twitter, feel free to hit us up with some dream matches you'd like to see. Um, maybe one doesn't involve the Warriors. You know, we're looking a bit. We're, show, we're showing our recency bias here. You know, we're showing <laughs> Just how, much, how much Steph appreciation we really have. Um, yeah, man, that was a lot of fun to talk about. Speaking of Christmas Day, we're going to get back into the factual now and uh, the real things that happen and have happened on Christmas Day. And Chikudi, I'm not. I I will make. Uh, I have no shame in saying that. You are the brains behind this podcast. You know, I'd say, pound for pound, more basketball trivia than I do. You know, you probably watch a f- little bit more game than I do. And, you know, you are really a student of the game. So... Thank you. Thank you. That's um, much appreciated. You're very welcome, brother. You do a lot of hard work. Uh, I'm going to come to you now with a Christmas Day quiz. Everyone listening, please feel free to play along as well. I will announce the answers after each question. So I'll read out a question. Potentially, I'll give you a couple options. And then we'll give an answer. We have between eight and nine questions. Going to see how much time we have. Chew, how are you feeling in your basketball trivia knowledge? Um, 
recently, not not too bad. Uh, could be better. Some stuff I've got to brush up on, but I, I feel pretty confident. F- famous last words before I get like one. Fam- famous last words. I I remember the you showing some some slightly decent knowledge back in uni times. If anyone would like to hear the story, this is uh, many a time where me and Shakuti should have been doing assignments and should have been working on you know getting that first, getting that degree. And I just look over at this guy's computer and I'm seeing quizzes for top 50 scorers of all time top 50 of all time and you are just writing names in like it's nothing so (laughs) good time i feel like you have been too modest sir and i feel like i'm expecting big things from you today but anyway we are going to get into it right now make sure you'll play along at home the 2021 christmas quiz has begun nice little easy one for you to start i'm gonna say easy one but i feel like you got this one who has the record for points scored in a christmas day game um Oh, oh, Bernard King. Yes, Bernard King. Do you know how many he dropped? 50? I'm pretty sure it was a 60 piece, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, Bernard King. I knew you'd know that one. That's a classic I, one. I, I feel like that was... Do you, I thought you said that last Christmas. Maybe the Christmas before. I think I might have dropped that fact some point. Yeah, See, yeah, I, yeah. I might have given you an easy one there just to... Just okay, to that, that wasn't that easy, so I'm scared for the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. There'll be four options for this this one. Which of the following players has never had a Christmas Day triple-double? Is it LeBron James, Larry Bird, Oscar Robertson, or John Havlicek? That Havlicek one's throw off because he's not even like a triple well, He could have had like a <laughs> random one. LeBron, Oscar Robertson. Um, yeah, I really could have thrown in like a relevant... Like, I could have thrown in like yeah. a Westbrook or something just to make it a bit more like... Mm, I'm going to go with... Larry Bird. Correct. Larry Bird is the only player on that list who has not had a triple double on Christmas Day. Okay, okay. Very good impressive, start. mate. Very good start. Okay, next question. Which team holds the record for most Christmas Day appearances all time? Um okay, so I'm I'm fairly sure it's either Celtics or Lakers. I'm going to go with the Celtics. It is incorrect. I'm gonna no. give you. I'm gonna give you another guess. I'm gonna give you one clue as well. It's an Eastern Conference team. Okay, so it's not Lakers. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I knew you were gonna guess Lakers if I said yeah, that. No, so yeah, I no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Knicks. Hey, there you go. Okay, I'm not. Okay. I'm not gonna give you a point because the second guess. But what? Well, well okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. But yeah. I'll take it. Sorry. The New York Knicks have had 51 Christmas Day appearances. I believe this year will be their 52nd. 50? Oh my gosh. That's well, how crazy. They won two titles? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Man, if anyone, anyone in America that has, does not believe in a, a big city bias, there you go. The Knicks yeah. have played in 51 Christmas games. Oh, and I said the Celtics have no business being there. Okay. What player is the all-time leader for blocks on Christmas Day? Oh my, I'm going to know this. Um... <laughs> Oh, um, I'd imagine I'm going to go with Ewing. That's a really good guess. I was thinking uh, Knicks. And, this guy uh, did play in the same time as Ewing. Or oh, Akeem. Time, but it, it's not Ewing. It's not Akeem. Damn it. Uh, it's a surprising one because this is an offensive big man. Oh, okay. Um, oh. I'm going to give you one more guess. Take your time. Um, offensive. There's people at home just screaming their answer down into their headphones on the speaker <laughs> right now. Come on, Shakudi, this, this is your job, mate. Come on. I'm going to go with David Robinson. 
Oh, it's actually Shaq. I was thinking Shaq. Oh. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq has really Shaq has twenty five uh, Christmas Day blocks. Damn. Which doesn't sound like that much when I think about it. Yeah, but mm. he's been in quite a few games as well. But you know, good for him. Okay, on to the next one now. Which current NBA player has the highest Christmas Day scoring average? Uh, actually, one little rule for this one: this is players who have played a minimum of four Christmas Day games. So, which okay. current player has the highest Christmas Day scoring average? Um, Kevin Durant. Incorrect. Go on, have another one. I'm doing, I'm doing terrible. Um, <laughs> you started off very hot. I can't. The Larry Bird one was impressive. I'll go LeBron James. <laughs> this one's gonna surprise you. This is actually Carmelo Anthony. Mellow. Oh, Mellow. Okay, 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 okay. I think Mellow has only had Christmas Day games when he's been in like peak career, which has been probably peak Nuggets and peak Knicks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you probably go down this Christmas. You won't play too many minutes. That's it. Oh, yeah, this is going to go straight down. Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad <laughs> I could get in and give Mellow a shout out before this drops by about 10, 12 points. Um, if you had to take, uh, would you say, just uh, I've got the actual number here. Do you think this is um, under or over 30 points? Oh, under. Really? Yeah. Nah, his average is actually 34.3 points a game. How many games has he played? Um, I think he's played four. It's either four or five. Okay. Gee, wow. Which is pretty impressive. Wow. I think he must have gone like 31, 37, 34, kind of around those. And yeah, just up yeah. and down, up and down. But yeah, shout-outs to Carmelo Anthony. Shout-out, Melo. Jeez. Uh, got one here that this one is close to home for you. Okay. Uh, who holds the record for blocks in a Christmas Day game? Close to home. Um, Serge? No, I like the guess of Serge, though. Oh, I'm thinking too deep now. Um, you've gone, yeah, you've gone a bit too deep <laughs> uh, I don't know. Boys. It's DeAndre Jordan. What? <laughs> when, oh, this must be when he was, like, young. This yeah, this is young DJ. Twenty, I believe it's 2011, 2011, 2012. Oh, okay. He yeah. had eight blocks on eight, Christmas oh. Day game. Now he'll get eight blocks a month. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold, man. Come on, get DJ. <laughs> it's true, though. Uh, this guy managed to have like a 15-year career with just run, jump, and dunk. He did well, man. Okay. Yeah, shout out CP3, man. Go on that money. Shout out, yeah. Shout out all the people that CP3 got paid. Got him, an all, got him an all-star game and first team in NBA. Right. To this day, I still don't know. Honestly, mate. I still feel like every contract Tyson Chandler got after New Orleans <laughs> was basically because of CP. <laughs> One defensive player of the year, though, so shout-outs. Yeah. Um, did DeAndre ever get defensive player of the year? Nah, 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 nah. The best he's got is, like, top five finishes, probably. Yeah, he got close. Okay, cool. Uh, we got three questions to go. I think you can get. I think you can get at least two of these. What team has the highest Christmas Day winning percentage. If you would like, I can give you some options. Uh, I would like some options. Okay. You can have the Miami Heat, the LA Lakers, the Boston Celtics, or the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bulls. Oh, that is incorrect, sir. I was thinking MJ and... Uh, yeah, it was a good time. The correct answer is actually the Miami Heat have the best uh, winning percentage. Damn. Do you want to, do you want to take... A, do I hazard a guess at what their record could be? I'll give you... They, they've, had, they've played 10... Sorry, they've played 12 Christmas Day games. 12. Um, 
I'll say like a eight out of twelve, so like sixty six percent. It's actually I, I almost gave it away because I said ten first, but yeah, they were ten and two. Oh damn it! <laughs> I almost gave it that one by accident as well. Uh, yeah, ten and two, which is something like it's like high eighties, ninety percent around about yeah, that. Around there. Yeah, around there. So shout outs to Miami Heat, man. Moving on, we have two questions to go now. This one might be a little bit before your time, but this is this is a question that rings true to my heart. So in 2011-2012, the lockout shortened season mm-hmm. began on Christmas Day. Can you tell yes. me what was the first game that was played on that day? Oh, who would ever know this? Tell <laughs> um. <laughs> so what, I'll give you a point if you can guess either of the two teams. I'm going to use your basketball logic here. What was the first game played? Um, off the top of my head, the only game I can remember is that the Lakers Bulls one. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, but you, I'm guessing you know that was been the prime time game. Yeah. Well, well, think about it. What conference? I'm sure it's Eastern plays? Conference. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There you go. So you've got 14 teams now. You've narrowed it down. Oh, oh, great. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say. Think of who was good in that era. Yeah, 2011, 2012. I'll go with the Celtics. Yes. Come on. All right, we'll take that. Good guess. I don't know who they played though. No idea. Use your logic. Use your logic here. Think. Celtics. Um. Celtics. Celtics. It's just, no way. It's not. It's not Miami, right? No, it's not Miami. Miami? No. No, no that would a good game, but no. Yeah, not really. Nah. Um. Orlando. No! Oh, you know what? Dwight was still there, though. Dwight yeah. was still there. I'll give you that. It was actually the all-time leader of Christmas Day games, which is the New York Knicks. I thought maybe dropping uh, that one earlier yeah. might give you that one. But, hey, you get a point for the Celtics. Great guess there. Final question. Who is the all-time leader for points scored on Christmas Day games? All right. What do you mean? Who is, who is the all-time scorer? So who scored the most points on Christmas Day in terms of, like, as for their career, who has the most Christmas Day points in their career? Oh, I'm gonna give you some um, options. Wait, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. What's the option? Okay, so the options you can have are Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, or Kevin Durant. Ah, oh, it's Kobe or LeBron. Um, is it LeBron? Oh no, it's Kobe! Ah, knew it. <laughs> yeah, LeBron is third, I believe. Probably be fourth after this year. But yeah, Kobe with three hundred ninety-five points. Oh, oh man, sick. sorry, I've got a few on that one. I thought I thought that was one you had in the bag. Uh, that's the way the game goes. Oh, that's the way the game goes. Two, Let's see. Three, so you got three. You got one. I'm gonna count them down. You got one. You got two. You got three. You're three points, so anyone playing along at home, if you've um, got three or more points, you should definitely start your own basketball podcast because you are more than qualified. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was good stuff, man. That was a lot of fun. I did throw a couple tough ones in there, and I definitely could have given you more options. But, um, nah, good stuff, man. I know it's hard being on being on the spot. Maybe next year we're going to split yeah, this. Yeah, next year. Next, yeah. I'll, I'll find I'll, some next year, and I'll, and I'll test you out. Anyone that's seen my end of year predictions, my war predictions, knows that <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think about things before I say them. They just kind of come out, and that does not bode well for. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll test that next year. For a quiz, all of a sudden you see the the hoop dream suddenly, you know, just disperses. 
around November next year. <laughs> you only need to see this. But yeah, that'll be a lot of fun, man. Thanks for doing that, guys. Uh, thanks for doing that, mate. Uh, thanks to anyone who played along listening as well. We are going to get on to just a couple more topics now. We're going to come back to one of the most popular topics we've ever done on the Hoopings podcast, which is talking about something that me and Chikudi are both very qualified in, probably more so than basketball. Mm. And that is food. That is food, and that is Christmas food in particular. I like to think of Christmas as a couple of things, you know, a time for family, a time for basketball, but most importantly, a time just to get fat and eat as much food as humanly possible. And I know that's something that you share with me, and that's something that's that we're both very excited to be doing this year, bro. So, do you remember any of your picks from the um, the first time we did this? Um... Because I'll put it out there, I don't remember too many. I remember a couple. Yeah. That's I why remember, I think I it's think a good I, time to redraft. I think I done Pigs in Blanket. I think that's the only I remember for sure. That that has to be in there. Just thinking off yeah. the top of my head. That's that's. Don't want to give too much away, but that's a pr- pretty safe pick. So, hmm. we are going to go through top fives, starting at five to one. We're going to draft. I was going to say we could draft it, but then I feel like... There's going to be too many on the same list, and you know what? You should have to pick. So, we're going to go through this. Uh, would you like to go first, bro, or shall I? Um, you go first. You go first. Okay, so we're going to go my five, your five, and then so on and so forth. Yeah. Coming at number five, just the turkey, you know? I feel like this could have been a bit higher before. The turkey is one where, like, I feel like it's an underrated bird, but it's got to be kept moist. If you can keep it moist, you're winning, you know? Good bit, of, good bit of seasonings on there, you know, good maybe a little sauce to go with, you know. Yeah. I feel like the turkey, when done right, can be a great, great part of the meal. Fell off a little bit in recent years for me, but, yeah, turkey is still hanging on to a place in the top five. What about you, man? What's your, what's your, what's your number five food? Um, Number five. Like, I remember two years ago when we did our one, I was speaking about how, um, at least my, my definition of Christmas foods are different because I, I like to have like a, a proper full breakfast. Yeah, this is such so, an interesting. Um, can you just for anyone who's new listening to the show, can you please talk me through your breakfast because this blows my mind. So um, like right, like when I wake up, I'll get like um, everything like sausages, bacon, eggs, like toast. Just what like kind of eggs are you talking? Scrambled eggs. Oh, you know, bro. That's the one. To, that's the way to go. I like that. Yeah, that's, not not, that's not right. into not into fancy. But yeah, yeah I just get like bakes like a full English. Um, this is so impressive to to, to um to start the day pretty much. That's like a it's like a Christmas tradition. Bro, that's so, awesome. Um, First off, it's awesome. Yeah, like mm. I love the idea of that. Like have a big old breakfast buffet. You know, come sit down, munch. But then for me, I'm like, I'll be snoozing at two p.m. Like <laughs> I need to cook the main meal. Like I'll be yeah, gone. Yeah. I'm, I have so much respect for you, bro, on how how consistent your day is. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's planned out. Yeah, it's really planned out day in terms of the food. Everything else comes pretty random, but the food is is kind of the constant. <laughs> um, that is so impressive to me. So you have a whole extra level of food to choose from because yeah. you have that option. I like that. So I, I go number five. Ooh, I, I'll pick something in particular from it. Um... I'll go with the eggs. Uh, the egg, the eggs always kind of done nice, and um, all the bacon. No eggs. I go eggs. Eggs five. Egg scram- egg scrambled five. egg is far and away the best form of egg, and I will I mess with them heavy, man. Mm. When you have I'll your scrambled eggs, do you like them more towards like the yellow side or the white side, or is it, or is it 
Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
for when the basketball yeah. comes on and the food is done, I'm gonna just sit there and just pop back. Desserts, yeah, very, very, very underrated part of Christmas. Desserts are a huge part, and I think the reason it's underrated is because some of y'all get too greedy with the dinner, and then you're there slumped for the rest of the night, and you can't enjoy your desserts. Make sure you leave room for your desserts. <laughs> kids. That's yeah. my my one big advice for Christmas. What about you, bro? Number three. Number three. Um, going back to the the duck version, I'm gonna go with just the duck in general. Um, oh, I love um, it. Link I, it. I, I'm I'm a fan of duck. Um, I've I've tried duck, turkey on Christmas, chicken, lamb. Um, you know all all the birds really. <laughs> duck is is as of right now, it's the one that's kind of been the constant. You know, um, cooks well, nice, tastes nice as well. So um, at least with the other with the other thing that's going to be my number one, it's um it tastes really nice with it. Oh, I'm excited. Look at look at the thought you put in here. Um, with this duck. Are you going just straight roasting duck? Are you guys going for like maybe an Asian kind of inspired like kind of cooking style with this duck, or how are you how are you doing it? It's it's pretty much like a, a simple roast, really. But I mean, the the seasoning and and the stuffing is really what kind of uh, makes it taste really nice. Yeah, I respect that. I feel like that could have been a question for Mumsy potentially as well. Maybe not for you there. If I want some in depth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that yeah. stuff, that's that's um that's with her. She she, yeah. she wants to be a guest on the pod. Then <laughs> we'll make it happen, bro. Next Christmas, we'll make it happen. I respect that. That's I think that's the big difference as well. Because I'd be like actually cooking on Christmas. Like I enjoy it, but like sometimes I'm just stressed because I'm cooking. Whereas I like, like that yeah. you've got it. You got it made, bro. Like if you can get Mumsy to be cooking, then I 100 percent recommend it. Um, I, I, I can do I can do little stuff, but like main you, main you can cook some main. Like, huh? You can cook. You cook, yeah. I can get. I'm not. I'm not gonna be doing the main stuff. I, I don't wanna mess up Christmas. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, the, the stuff that I can handle, I'll do. I feel you, man. I feel you. You know, that's, that's the key part. You know, you've gotta know your role. So maybe you're like you're like a James Jones on Christmas, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a role player on Christmas. Yeah, I respect that. I respect yeah. that. Okay, cool. Uh, number two, um, I don't think this was in the list last time. They coming through with a with a debut this year. Uh, I'm just going because I left it out for whatever reason, bro. But the stuffing is number two. Mm. You, you touched on it a little bit, man. Whether it be on the turkey or whatever, or the duck, whether it's just you're making stuffing balls, you know, that sage and onion, yeah, that stuffing. Just as soon as you smell it, <laughs> it's like I just go back to Christmas. I feel like I'm a kid. I just everything makes sense, you know, and just Christmas vibes. That is the most Christmassy vibey food on the list for me. So I'm going that stuffing number two. Sage and onion stuffing. Nice. I don't think I haven't had it for a while. I don't think. Yeah, I feel like it's one of them things. Yeah, where like you can proper dip in and out of it. Like you could have it every year, and then for five mm. years you'll just not have it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. Mm. Okay, my number two. Um, I'm gonna go with touching it a little bit. I'm called pigs and blankets. My number nice. two. Nice. Um, just elite food, elite elite <laughs> food. Um, whoever made whoever made up the idea of it is genius. <laughs> um, it's, it's just it's just simple. You can you can have the the little miniature ones. You can have like the big ones. It's it's diverse. You can go you, wherever you want to go. But it's 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 great for you. You can have it with different stuff as well. You can have it with potatoes by itself, or uh-huh. with just the duck. You can have it, having it with rice is brilliant as well. That's a good shout because you know there's a couple of Christmas where I made rice and I was like, wow, this combination. It's here. nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit of there as well. I'm I'm a fan of. If you like coastal with it as well, it's good. So, there's so many different ways, and I'm so yeah. glad you said this because I'm a I'm a join you here. I'm gonna say pigs and blankets are my number one for that very reason. The simplicity of it is so beautiful, but somehow <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. 
I cut swine out of my diet for a while, you know. I stopped eating the swine. Um, I tried to get a bit cleaner with my living and my health. And yeah. then, so I, I forgot the bacon and the sausage, man. I left it out for a bit, you know. But then coming back to Christmas, and like, I'm not even the biggest bacon and sausage guy. Like, together, yeah. like by themselves, they're good, but they're not like life changing for me. But then there's something <laughs> about when you put them together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it just slaps on a different, different level. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's not even, yeah, it's, it's so perfect. And whether you have them, even if you burn them a little bit, they're crispy, they still bang. If you underdog <laughs> it, they still bang. And like you said, you get. The, I like getting the little cocktail size ones, like they were little yeah. ones, yeah? I went to a party a couple of years back, bro, they had some, some like fish and chip shop size sausages with like the bacon wrapped around it. I was a mm. bit intimidated, I'm not going to lie to you, but still slapped. Like, whatever you do, and even a name, like, or a pig in blanket, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. That is Christmas right there. That's my number one, bro. But hit me with yours. I'm very excited to hear it. Number one, um, it's something that, honestly, it's something that I, I rarely have, but now I've, I've started incorporating it. Sweet potatoes. Number oh! One. Number one. That's your number one. Come on. Number one. When, when, normally for Christmas, if it was like a a roast then we'd have like the normal potatoes but last couple of years sweet potatoes for everything and and it's same thing with like pizza and black you can have it with so much different stuff the variety put a bit of seasoning on it it's it's amazing unbelievable bro I respect the hell out of that I need to come to Christmas to your house one year man that sounds <laughs> unbelievable and yeah, with a sweet potato right. love bro with a sweet potato are you talking like are you just halving them are you just baking them whole are you making wedges chips what are you doing there's, there's so much for you can everything do so much works. You, you can, can do everything you can mash you can them you do everything yeah. like, you, if, if you're not if you're not too if you're not too antsy you can put them in the oven for about half hour you can put them in a microwave just if you want it like proper soft yeah wrap them in cling film or whatever so it's, it's it's amazing it's a wonderful wonderful you can do it with, you can if you want it peeled you can have it peeled you don't want it peeled it's that's right. you bro like it's such a good Christmassy food as well, like just the look of mm. it, man. It looks so appetizing. That that's my big Thanksgiving because I'm a fake American and I don't do Thanksgiving dinners. You know? Like <laughs> that's something I always throw in. Th- the Thanksgiving and the corn together, man. The the orange and yellow just pops so much and looks so beautiful and tastes unbelievable. But yeah, that's a great pick, man. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm excited now. I've got six days to go. I cannot wait for this. Oh, Hon- honorable mention. Honorable mention. Honorable um, mentions. Comedies. Yeah, I forgot honorable mentions. Come with them. I'll, I'll just do one chocolate cake with custard. That's that's oh. the that's the end. That, that's what that's what I always say with. Oh, that's nice. Mm. That's nice. And you know what? Yeah, I'm not even a big custard guy, but with a nice bit of chocolate cake or with like an apple crumble, that's the one. Um, for me, honorable mention, just because it was new to me this year. Bro, have you ever had like a little bit of the panettone? Is it panettone? Panettone. It's like this. You know, nah. they sell it in wood green. Like they sell it bare in wood green, and it's like this, like. It's like this bread slash brioche slash bun and it has icing sugar on top. And inside you get like a little bit of chocolate chip, a little bit of raisin, a little bit of fruit. Mm, no, it's never like a soft fruit bun cake. Anyway, my sister and my mum always get it. And I'm always looking mm. at it like, what is why, this? Why don't I put fruit yeah, in yeah. a cake, man? Give me a normal cake. And then this year I broke a piece off a few weeks ago and I munched it. And bro, it took me to a different world. It was so sweet and so delicious. <laughs> So shout out to all the, the Panettone men them there. Shout out to them. <laughs> but yeah, man, before we leave, before we get out of here, I want to go down a quick trip down memory lane real quick. I just want to ask you, bro, if you had to pick a favourite Christmas Day moment of all time, or any other mentions, what are you going with? If you're not ready, then I can go right now, because I've got... I'm uh, you, you go, you go. Yeah, I'm going to go. 
bro, I'm yeah. going to go back to 2011, 2012. I'm going to go to D-Rose hitting the game winner over the Lakers. The world was perfect. Everything was good. I was just discovering basketball. D-Rose's, mm-hmm. both his knees worked. It was yeah, just yeah. a wonderful time of year. Kobe was there, you know. Man, if I could bottle up any basketball memory and just live it on repeat. The only way I'd prefer it more is if I was at the game myself or if I had you and all the boys around to watch it with me. But that was a swell moment, man. And that's one, when I think Christmas Day, that's the one that will be in my mind forever is D-Rose and the Bulls hitting that shot over Kobe and the Lakers. But yeah, man, if you have a, a nice little Christmas basketball nostalgia memory to hit me with, I would love to hear it. Uh, I gotta go with 2016-17 Cavs Warriors Katie's first year that oh, yeah. Kyrie game winner oh what a shot in what Cleveland one great game as well um, was that the one where RJ it. had a big dunk on yeah him? RJ dunked on yeah. Clay he dunked on KD as well yeah great game Kyrie's game winner that faded away over, over Clay so nice great game so great nice. memory as well that's beautiful mate and you know I, I think we're going to leave the podcast here I'm feeling wholesome as hell right now it's been great to kick it with you and discuss these Christmas ideas and rank these rank these foods and you know just talk this nostalgia and these memories man I uh, just wanted to say I want to quickly I'm going to pass over to you in a second but before I do I want to wish all of our listeners a very happy Christmas a happy new year um, for those that don't celebrate, just wish you a wonderful festive period anyway, a wonderful time off, wonderful winter break. And thank you for being with us. And we cannot wait to share more podcasts with you in 2022. But yeah, bro, I'm pass over to you for do a little message out to the fans. Yeah, guys, same thing echoing. Um, happy holidays to everybody. Um, entering 2022 is wild how we're like, that far into like, life, isn't it? Like, <laughs> compared to like, mad, 2012. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, man. Basketball's still going on. Still going to be producing content when we can. We still kicking. You know, uh, but we're getting a little bit more consistent as as um as the months go on. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. We uh, haven't got any worse. That's the main thing, man. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We could be doing once every six months like that. That's <laughs> still it. going to be a podcast. Yeah, we're still here, man, and it's still a pleasure every time to do it, man. So once again, wishing you, Chikudi, and wishing everyone out there a very merry Christmas and the best of the years.